What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Maylari. So big news in the NBA world in the last half hour, and that is Damian Lillard has requested a trade officially from the Portland Trail Blazers. He currently has three years left on his current deal. And it's coming off a very good season for Portland, where he averaged 32.2 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 7.3 assists, shooting 37% from three and 91% from the free throw line, also adding in 0.9 steals per game, and also did shoot overall from the floor, 46.3%. He had a very good season overall, had a career high in three-pointers made per game, 4.2 per game, which is very impressive, and also had a career high in points per game at 32.2 points per game. This is a guy that is still a very elite player in the NBA, seven-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA selection, and he was also a member of the top 75 NBA team of all time. And obviously he deserves that. He's been a great player his entire career for the Portland Trailblazers. And this is not going to be easy to trade him. Obviously since he stepped foot on the court for the Portland Trailblazers in 2012 after being the sixth pick in the draft. They built around him. He was the hot and soul of the city, hot and soul of the team. But it makes sense to move on from him now. There's a young team that isn't ready to win an NBA Finals. I think they could still be competitive with Damian Lillard if they kept him. But they're not ready to win an NBA Finals. I think they could compete in the Western Conference, but they're not ready to win now. There's a young team with Shaden Shop, Anthony Simons, and then they have some different contracts with Damian Lillard obviously making a ton of money. They just paid Jeremy Grant $32 million a year for a five-year deal and also still have Jews of Nurkic under contract as well. I think they could have been competitive still with Damian Lillard, but I think it makes sense to move on from him. So I'm going to give you guys a breakdown of a few trades that I made with the NBA trade machine. Some of them may be close to what Damian Lewis traded for value-wise. Some of them may not be. I did some fun over the last 25 minutes, just threw four or five trades up, and I'll let you guys know what they are. So let's start off with my first one. I have the Miami Heat and Portland Trailblazers making a deal. I have the Blazers receiving three players for a total of $45.2 million and two draft picks. Those three players being Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Hami Haquez, who was just a first-round pick to the Miami Heat just a week ago now. And then I have the Blazers receiving a 2026 first-round pick and a 2028 first-round pick from the Miami Heat. So all in all, three players and two first-round picks. And maybe there's a chance that Portland wants even more and they want Nikola Jovic, who was a first-round pick in last year's draft, still a young player on that Miami Heat team who didn't really get much time on the court. Obviously, it's a Portland Trailblazers team that's rebuilding, so they're going to want some young pieces. So Jovic could be included in that deal. And then going back to Miami is Damian Lillard, one player obviously going back at $45.5 million. Now with the new CBA, for the most part, if you're over the tax apron, you have to make the money in these deals basically be pretty much even. So I have Miami receiving a $45.5 million total. With Damian Lillard's contract, then I have the Blazers receiving $45.2 million in return with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and Hami Haquez. Hami Haquez has not signed his rookie contract yet, so that'd probably be a little bit more money than $45.2 million. But nevertheless, that should be what a deal would look like overall. And if the Heat have to receive another player or not, maybe they send another piece over to Miami. Maybe Jews of Nurkic goes over there and they send Kyle Lowry. They're going to find a way to make the money work, nevertheless. We'll see what happens in this deal, which I think is... Most realistic of all my trade offers, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jaime Haquez, and two first-round picks in exchange for Damian Lillard. Next up, I have the Philadelphia 76ers in Portland Trailblazers making a deal for my second trade package. I have the Blazers receiving two players with a total of $39.3 million and two draft picks. Those two players being Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey from the Philadelphia 76ers, along with Philadelphia's first-round picks in 2028 and 2030. Then I have the Sixers receiving Damian Lillard, a $45.5 million total. 
So all in all, the Blazers are getting two players at 39.3 million and two picks, and the 76 are receiving one player at 45.5 million dollars. Next up, I have a deal that is a little bit different than the other ones that I've done, and this one is with the Los Angeles Clippers. There's a little bit more involved in this deal, and there's less young players involved in this deal here. But I have the Blazers receiving four players for $45.7 million and two draft picks. Those four players are Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann, and Kobe Brown. Kobe Brown was just a first-round pick to the Clippers a week ago. Kobe Brown, his contract has not been signed yet. So of the $45.7 million going to the Blazers, it's from Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, and Terrence Mann's contracts. So with Kobe Brown, it would be a little bit more money than 457 And then I also have the Blazers receiving a 2027 first-round pick from the Clippers and a 2028 first. I think all in all, it'll be two first-round picks. The Clippers have a few that they could pick from. I think they have three or four picks. So I'm going to send two draft picks over to the Blazers. Then I would imagine the Blazers would flip Norman Powell and Marcus Morris to contending teams. I don't think they're going to keep those two guys. I think they would flip those guys and try to get more draft picks in return. Then I have the Clippers receiving Damon Lillard, a $45.6 million total, which is right around what I have the Blazers receiving. I have the Blazers receiving $45.7 million with two draft picks. And then I have the Clippers receiving $45.5 million with Damian Lillard's money. So the last trade package I have that's just a two-team package is the Brooklyn Nets and Portland Trailblazers. Right now, Damian Lillard's two preferred destinations are the Brooklyn Nets and Miami Heat. I think Miami makes the most sense for Damian Lillard. I know he's friends with Jimmy Butler. I know Jimmy Butler would love to have him in Miami alongside Bam Adebayo. This is a team that needs more firepower and offense, and obviously Damian Lillard is a superstar talent. He can help you out shooting-wise, playmaking-wise. He's one of the best players in the NBA and is still at the top of his game coming off a season where he averaged 32.2 points per game. So I think he would make more sense alongside Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler than he would with the Brooklyn Nets. Even the San Antonio Spurs are being talked about right now. I just saw a report a minute or two ago that he's very high on the San Antonio Spurs organization. The Spurs definitely could make an offer for him with all the draft picks they have, but I don't think it would make sense for Damian Lillard, especially if he wants to win an NBA title right now. I think he would have a better chance staying in Portland winning an NBA title than he would with the San Antonio Spurs right now. But I think ultimately the best chance of him winning an NBA title would be with the Miami Heat. But the Brooklyn Nets are another option for him. So I'm going to break down a potential deal here between the Brooklyn Nets and Portland Trailblazers. So I have the Blazers receiving three players at $43.9 million, and I have them receiving four draft picks as well. I have the Blazers receiving Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claxton, and a 2027 first-round pick of the Phoenix Suns, a 2028 first-round pick of the Phoenix Suns, a 2028 first-round pick of the Brooklyn Nets, and a 2029 first-round pick of the Dallas Mavericks. Maybe three first-round picks is enough to get that deal done, but considering there's not really any young players in that deal besides against Nick Claxton, I think it would take more draft picks to get that deal done. So in this deal, it would be four draft picks and three players at a total of $43.9 million. I think then the Portland Trailblazers would take Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and trade those two guys to maybe contending teams and try to flip them for more assets for the future or young players. Dinwiddie is on an expiring deal. And then Finney Smith has two years left guaranteed on his contract and then a player option in his third year. So then in return, I have the Nets receiving Damian Lillard at $45.5 million. So all in all in this deal, it's three players going to the Blazers at $43.9 million, along with four first-round picks. Maybe three is what it takes there. And then the Nets receiving one player at $45.5 million. So pretty even money there overall. 
So now I'm going to do some three-team deals that I just messed around with with the NBA trade machine. This was all just me having fun and messing around and just seeing if I could get make the money work and maybe make some even deals between some three-team deals in the NBA. So I have the Los Angeles Clippers, Portland Trailblazers, and the Philadelphia 76 is making a deal. I have the Blazers receiving four players for a total of $49.3 million and two draft picks. I have them receiving Norman Powell, Marcus Morris Sr., Bowens Highland, and Terrence Mann, along with Kobe Brown, of the Los Angeles Clippers, so that's five players. So I apologize, so that's five players around $49.3 million. As I said a minute ago, Kobe Brown isn't officially signed yet, but it'll be five players, Powell, Morris, Highland, Mann, and Brown going to the Blazers, along with a 2028 first-round pick and a 2030 first-round pick from the Los Angeles Clippers. So all of those assets coming from the Clippers. And then I have the Clippers receiving two players at a total of $46.7 million, those two players being James Harden and P.J. Tucker. And then I have the 76ers receiving one player at $45.5 million, and that being Damian Lillard. So all in all, I have the Blazers receiving five players from the Clippers, Norman Powell, Marcus Morris Sr., Bones Highland, Terrence Mann, and Kobe Brown, along with two first-round picks from the Los Angeles Clippers. Then I have the Clippers receiving James Harden and P.J. Tucker, and I have the 76ers receiving Damian Lewitt. We'll see if that's what it would take if it were to be a three-team deal. I just did this really for fun. I may be far off here. I know some people are going to have comments about it. I just did this for fun at the end of the day. Next up, I have the Los Angeles Clippers in another deal with the Blazers and 76ers. This deal was a little bit different. I have the Blazers receiving four players for a total of $49.8 million, and I have them receiving one first-round pick. I have them receiving Tobias Harris, just to make this money work with Damian Lillard's big contract. I have them receiving Terrence Mann from the Clippers, Tyrese Maxey, and Kobe Brown, and a 2028 first-round pick from the Clippers, maybe even adding, adding a second first-round pick here if that's what the Blazers would want. Then I have the Clippers receiving James Harden, and I have the 76ers receiving three players in Damian Lillard, Norman Powell, and Marcus Morris. I think this deal, all in all, you see the Clippers trading Terrence Mann, Kobe Brown, along with Norman Powell and Marcus Morris. Then you have the Blazers trading Damian Lillard. And then you have the Sixers trading Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and James Harden. All in all, this deal has a lot of moving pots. But I think this deal would be pretty much uh, a deal that would be even if you look at the talent-wise going from one team to the other. Uh, the Clippers receiving just James Harden. They're giving up a good amount in this deal. But all in all, I guess if you want to get him in a big three-team deal, that's probably what it's going to take. Maybe they would receive a draft pick in this or maybe receive a guy like Joseph Nurkic or maybe receive P.J. Tucker. I didn't add P.J. Tucker in this deal. Maybe could have. But in this deal, I have the Blazers receiving four players for a total of $49.8 million in one pick. I have the Clippers receiving one player at $35.6 million. And then I have the 76ers receiving three players at $80.8 million. Those three players being Damian Lillard, Norman Powell, and Marcus Morris. I know the 76ers are talking about trading James Harden right now. And even though they've been patient, they do want to still contend and build around Joel Embiid. So in this deal, they would still build around Embiid. They are giving up Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris and James Harden. But they're getting Damian Lillard, Norman Powell, and Marcus Morris back in return. So all in all, those are my big three-team deals that I made. I did make another deal where Avita Zubats was traded since the Clippers were talking about trading him. And I had Juice of Nurkic going back to the Clippers. So I'll, I'll break down this deal, even though this one is really far off. I don't think it really worked on the trade machine. But I have five players going to the Blazers. Those five players being Tobias Harris, Avita Zubats, Terrence Mann, Tyrese Maxey, Kobe Brown, and a 2028 first-round pick of the Clippers going to the Blazers. Five players at 
$60.8 million total in one first-round pick. And then I have the Clippers receiving two plays at $52.5 million, those two plays being James Hodden and Juzov Nurkic. And then I have the 76ers receiving three plays at $80.8 million, Damian Lillard, Norman Powell, and Marcus Morris being those three players. So all in all, I have the Clippers trading $56.6 million away with two draft picks going away as well, an incoming $52.5 million. I have the Philadelphia 76ers trading $79.2 million in this deal and receiving $80.7 million back in the players' overall total salaries. And then I have the Portland Trailblazers sending $62.5 million out and getting $65.1 million back. We'll see if that's what it were to be, if there were to be a crazy three-team deal. I just did a three-team deal with James Harden and Damian Lillard being involved and the Clippers, Blazers, and Sixers being involved just for the fun of it. I think there's a major question of whether or not there is a chance that maybe the Sixers say, hey, we'll try to keep things leveled with James Harden. Maybe we keep him in Philly. Since even though I'd love to see him in the Clippers starting lineup next year alongside Russell Westbrook, hopefully if they can bring him back, and then Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Avita Zubats, I think that would be a great starting five. Even though I'd love to see that, there is a chance that Philadelphia says, hey, we'll just keep Harden if we're not going to get anything back in return that we're not a fan of. And then maybe in that case, you send Tyrese Maxey to Philadelphia and you try to pair Damian Lillard with Joel Embiid and James Harden. Maybe that's not what happens. And maybe Daryl Morey says we'd rather keep Tyrese Maxey alongside Joel Embiid and then add in Damian Lillard and get rid of James Harden. We'll see what happens. Obviously, James Harden isn't something that Portland really want in return. They want young players. And that's why some of my deals here with the Clippers may not be really viable since they're going to want young players in return. The Clippers don't really have that many young players that they could offer. Musa Diabate could be a player they could offer. Brandon Boston Jr. could be a player they offer. Bones Highland could be a player they offer. But one guy that I see in a lot of trade packages is Terrence Mann, who's 26 years old, is a rising star in my eyes. I think he's going to have a very good year this upcoming season for the Clippers if he ends up staying. I would love to see him back on the Clippers. Nobody hustles and plays as hard as Terrence Mann does on a nightly basis. But I think overall, I think it would be hard for the Clippers to make a trade package for the Portland Trailblazers that would work. Since the Clippers really have expiring contracts and don't really have many draft picks to choose from, it would be easier for the Clippers to trade for James Harden than it would be for Damian Lillard. But the Clippers will be involved. They're going to be interested according to reports, so we'll see what happens. I'm going to give you two trades that I had the 76ers making just for the fun of it, and we'll see overall if they become a better team or a worse team with these two trades. But I have them trading for Damian Lillard and then trading James Harden. So these are two separate deals. One deal between the Sixers and the Clippers, and then one deal between the Blazers and the Sixers. So in this deal, I have the 76ers receiving Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey, and Nick Batum, along with the 2028 first-round pick in exchange for James Harden and P.J. Tucker. So P.J. Tucker and James Harden going to the Los Angeles Clippers with the Sixers gaining Powell, Morris, Coffey, Batum, and a first-round pick from the Clippers. Then in a separate deal, I have the Blazers and the Sixers in a deal where the Blazers are receiving Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and a 2029 first-round pick from the Philadelphia 76ers in exchange for Damian Lillard with Damian Lillard going over to Philly. I have Tobias Harris in this deal, even though Tobias Harris isn't a player that the Blazers would want. To make money work in this deal, you'd probably have to trade Tobias Harris. Since I noted earlier in this episode with the new collective bargaining agreement, you really have to make money work if you're over the tax apron. And in this deal, they would have to be at least a package going over to the Blazers that would be somewhat even. And that's why Tobias Harris' $39 million deal would be making that money even alongside Tyrese Maxey. So that would be $45 million going over to the Sixers 
with Damian Lillard's deal, and then four and a half million from Tyrese Maxey and thirty-nine million from Tobias Harris. So that'd be pretty much even money-wise with a twenty twenty-nine first-round pick going over to the Blazers as well. Maybe even two first-round pick is what it would take in that deal. Maybe they take that twenty twenty-eight first-round pick they get from the Clippers in this hypothetical deal, and then add in their own twenty twenty-nine first-round pick. So we'll see what happens. But all in all, if these two deals were to happen separately, it would be the 76 receiving Damian Lillard from the Blazers alongside Marcus Morris, Norman Powell, Nick Batum, and Amir Coffey from the Clippers, and then a 2028 first-round pick from the Clippers as well. And the Sixers would be losing Tyrese Maxey, P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, and James Harden, and also losing a first-round pick in the process. I think if you look at it all in all, I think the Sixers would try to find a way to keep Tyrese Maxey in a Sixers uniform alongside Joel Embiid and maybe try to keep him alongside Damian Lewitt as well. I think if you do try to trade with the Portland Trailblazers, though, they're going to want a young player in return like Tyrese Maxey to build around, a guy that still hasn't been paid yet and is a rising star in the NBA that was only getting better this past season and it was getting a lot better when he was getting more opportunities with James Harden taking less shots. So we'll see what happens. I just threw these trade packages together for the fun of it. Two teams to watch out for are the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat. Those are the two preferred destinations for Damian Lillard. At the end of the day, the Portland Trailblazers front office doesn't have to do right by Damian Lillard and say, hey, we'll trade you when you want to. But I think there is a mutual relationship and a mutual respect between Damian Lillard and the front office where they both know, okay, we want to get you to a contending team so you can try to win an NBA Finals, but at the same time, we want to get a return back that can help us for the future. I think Damian Lillard understands that as well. There is a mutual respect between the two sides, and obviously Damian Lillard brought a lot of joy and a lot of passion to that Portland Trailblazers fan base there over the years and brought a lot of exciting moments over the years in the playoffs. Obviously, a big shot over Paul George when Paul George was on the Oklahoma City Thunder, a shot that I wasn't a big fan of, obviously considering I was rooting for the Thunder at the time since I love Russell Westbrook and love Paul George. But all in all, Damian Lewis does have a lot of exciting moments over the years in a Portland Trailblazers uniform. So I think there is a mutual respect. Obviously, the whole city of Portland would love to see him go and win an NBA Finals. So we'll see what happens. I do think Miami Heat makes the most sense for him. I think the Sixers would make more sense than the Nets would. And I think the Spurs would be last of those teams there. And then I think the Clips would make more sense, I guess, than the Spurs. But I think all in all, I think the Heat make the most sense for Damian Lillard. And then after that, I would say the Sixers, since they could trade Tyrese Maxey in return and get a young player. And obviously the Heat could trade Tyler Hero as well and try to make that deal work. And then I think if you look at it, I don't think the Nets really have the assets young pieces-wise, to make that trade happen. Obviously, in this deal that I had with the Nets making, I the Nets sending over Nick Claxton as the young piece alongside Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie, two more experienced players. So I don't think it would really make as much sense for the Brooklyn Nets to trade for him since I think Portland would want more young players in return. But with that being said, the Blazers do want draft picks and the Brooklyn Nets have a ton of draft picks to offer, and the same thing goes for the San Antonio Spurs. They have a ton of draft picks to offer, but I don't think it would really make much sense for the San Antonio Spurs to go and get them, since I think Damian Lillard wants to be more on a contending team. I don't think it would make sense for Damian Lillard's side to be on the San Antonio Spurs. I think the Heat make the most sense. I said it in April. To my roommate, Zach, which I mentioned at the earlier part of this episode, I said at one point in April when the season was winding down, I said I thought Damian Lillard would go to the Miami Heat, and now we're looking at a potential chance where he is on the Miami Heat and is playing alongside Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and is giving them an offensive spark that they need in that offense. 
So we'll see what happens all in all. I think it'll be an exciting summer for the NBA. I'm excited to see where James Harden and Damian Lillard end up. Hopefully James Harden is an L.A. Clipper, but we'll see what happens there. Anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.